welcome to Asking for a Friend, a Park Springs podcast. I'm Taylor, and each week I'll sit down with a godly mentor figure in my life and ask questions with the hope of receiving practical and biblical advice on the hard-to-navigate areas of daily life. Thank you for joining. What's up, everyone? We're back. Woo! Podcast. We accidentally took an off week last week because of planning reasons and I did but you know we're back so that's what counts and today I'm here with my friend Trent hello everybody Trent's making his podcast debut Uh, Trent tell us a little bit about yourself man okay so my name is Trenton Bell Uh, I always get this question all the time do I have a preference I don't in conversation but I don't like when I only see Trent on paper Mm. just random fact there so, I mean, a little bit about myself. I am uh, currently in my 30s, married. I have a, an adorable son who is a year and seven months. His name is Caden. Um, I love that little boy so much. Um, and, you know, I'm originally from Michigan, but I've been in Texas off and on since 2002. And I'm a relatively new uh, Dallas resident. We've only been here in Dallas, the DFW area, since 2017. Mm. So... And what do you do here at Park Springs? Yeah, so at Park Springs, man, I haven't looked at my title in such a long time, but I think they call me Worship Arts Pastor. Mm. And he's good at it, y'all. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's very kind. That's very kind. I love what I get to do here. I, I love what I get to do, the people here. Um, it's been a really cool journey. Yeah. And um, today we're talking about something that I know is important to Trent. Um, specifically because we've had a fun little conversation about this in our workflow. But um, yeah, today we're just, you're laughing a little too hard about it. Because I feel bad. I'm like, do you feel bad about that? No, okay. no, it's good. It was okay. it was a it was a wake up call for me. It's like, hey, this is something that I need to care about, and it's just another. If you're looking for practical ways to glorify God, I feel like in the little things, like communicating effectively with others, that's just a great place to start and use every day. So that's what we're talking about. We're going to talk about just the importance of effective communication and what that looks like uh, in different areas of life. Yeah. So, um, Trent, why is this something that you feel strongly about or that you um, think is really important? Man, I feel strongly about... That's a great question, Taylor. Mm -hmm. Um, I feel strongly about communication just because you can't do anything in life without it. Mm. Um, It's just a reality. And the reason I'm so passionate about it because I've had some years of experience, trial and error. A lot of trial and error. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So the little bit that I feel like I've gotten somewhat of a perspective on communication has come a bit of the hard way, honestly. Stuff that my fault, you know, um, areas that I haven't maybe, or I was still learning how to communicate. And um, and then the other area being on the receiving end of communication, that's just different. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So you said like, trial and you've had trial and lots of error um Mm -hmm. other than just completely you know being frustrated what are some of the impacts on a relationship of just ineffective communication whether that's at work or Mm -hmm. personal relationships yeah so besides frustration because that has been a a, a, (laughs) that's 
what I felt a lot of personally yes. sometimes. Outside of that, I would say what's at risk with ineffective communication is the reality that you can't read people's minds. Mm. And we all have generally bring our own backgrounds and stories and perspective to the table. So without healthy and open and honest communication, um, you really can't get anything done. So it impacts performance. It impacts workflow. It impacts just relational trust. Yeah. Right? If there's not communication there, you know, and most of the dialogue you're having is in your head from things you, you feel like the other person should know, mm-hmm. but you didn't actually own up to the fact you felt or thought those things and then communicate that that's not really you know that's not fair yeah um so yeah it impacts so much like it's the communication thread runs so deeply through all of life in my opinion yeah um just because like we don't know what people are thinking Mm -hmm. and the reality what i learned you know is sometimes like people legit have a, a different perspective and so without communication, you never get to learn the richness of what it of like, what it can be like, unless they bring that out into the open. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I mean, that can just be, it can damage relationships and yeah, something as simple as not communicating well can really make you not like someone. Exactly. Or, yeah. Yep. Hard feelings. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, sure. So from... I guess just your knowledge and what you've read and your time as a pastor, um, what does the Bible say about communicating with others? And does, is that even an important thing in scripture? Yeah, it's a really important thing in scripture. I actually Googled that and there was like a full page of scriptures. Some of my favorites that I've heard growing up or that have been, um, I guess, God posts for my communication Mm -hmm. is uh, Proverbs 15, one, a soft answer turns away wrath but grievous words stir up anger. Mm. <laughs> All right. Well, I yeah. guess that's the end of the episode. <laughs> so speaking on the trial and error part, yeah. you know, I, I used to be a hothead in my communication mm. and God has really helped gentle that out and smooth it out because my personal style is to be more to the point and straightforward. And so I've learned grievous word, you know, a soft answer. Um, another scripture, Colossians 4, 6 let your speech always be gracious and seasoned with salt so that you know how you ought to answer each person. Mm. I thought it was interesting how it says not how you can or how you may be, but how you ought to. To me, it suggests that there is a best way to communicate in life-giving and God-honoring ways in relationships. And another one that really stepped on my toes, James 119, slow to speak quick to listen because <laughs> mm. communication is not just about, we know this, I think psychology, you know, for you know entry level psychology teaches us communication is not just about the words you speak but also the body language right Mm -hmm. um and even the silence and what's not said and so all that is part of it and if you're just talking all the time like Mm -hmm. you might i missed it you know i used to talk a lot and then my probably my last favorite one actually okay i have two more that i want to say (laughs) proverbs 18 21 death and life are in the power of the tongue so it matters Mm. what we say you know, I think there's some camps out there who would say, oh, well, you don't need to, it doesn't matter. You don't need to hyper-focus on every word that comes out of your mouth, but just my personal beliefs. I try to be a little bit more intentional about what I say to folks mm-hmm. because I believe like there's power in every word spoken. I mean, you look at how the, the earth got here. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. And then when he started creating, he used words. Mm. He used communication. He used speech. And so just in my opinion, like there might be something that we are missing 
um, and just like how powerful and life-giving communi- communication could be. Yeah. And uh, Ephesians 4.15, one thing that I've had to learn is even if it's what I think is the truth or what needs to be said, <laughs> speaking the truth in love. You know, yes. Ephesians 4.15, speaking the truth in love. Um, because who wants to be around that person that, okay, just because you think you're right or just because you have a perspective that you think should be said, like, you know, I think I think you know what I'm saying. Like, yeah, you know, nobody wants to be around a jerk. I'm sorry. I don't know if I could say that word. Yeah, here. no. Yeah, I know what you mean. And it's it's hard being around people like that because we yeah. all know people like mm-hmm. that. And it. I used to be that guy. Yeah, I know I used to be that guy. Mm-hmm. So like even if you are speaking truth when it needs to be said, you have to do it in a loving way. Right. Or nobody's going to want to hear what you're saying, even exactly. if you're speaking biblical truth. No, yeah. everyone's going to just shrug you off because you're negative Nancy. over yeah, Exactly. Here. Ain't nobody got time for that. Yeah, it, it can be hard. Mm. I'm like reflecting on those verses. Those are, <laughs> They'll those make are you think, right? Ones. Yeah. I mean, like what else needs to be said? You know, it scripture is very clear about, yeah, being honest, but in a loving right. and kind way. Mm-hmm. And the intentions have to be pure too. I think that that's something that um, my friends, not me, <laughs> that's something that that gets really mixed up. It's like, I'm saying the right thing, but mm-hmm. what is my intention behind it? If right. it's not love, Maybe I should just not say it. Right. Yeah. Not every I've had to learn when it comes to communication, not everything that every thought that comes to my head needs to be communicated mm. and really trust in the spirit to just, you know, it's really back to the motive. Is it about me being right or being seen or is it about truly helping that person? Mm. And only the spirit knows where that person is and what they need to hear, how they need to hear it and when. And so me being willing to like sit on it if I need to. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, that's good yeah it's uh yeah communication man it's it's so and I, I would say another aspect that i'm is important to me i've been the guy that has had thoughts and didn't say anything in like relationships um and romantic not romantic but just everyday relationships so i would say what, the only way communication works well is if folks are imp- first do, like be free of this perception of like, well, I don't want to be mean or I want to be mm. nice. Learning how to be an effective communicator has nothing to do about niceties. So yeah, like, um, you know, to really free people up, I think from fear, mm. too much like fear of other people's opinions of them. And really it's pe- fear of their perception of people's opinions of them. Cause generally people are not thinking about us nearly as much as we think they're mm. thinking about us. And so yeah, just to own how you're feeling, name it, name that emotion, name that thought you're having, get it out in the open. And then that gives like a great foundation to work towards something and create such a safe space for future relationship, future workflow, whatever the arena is in which this communication or deeper communication is is taking place. Yeah. And I think, like you mentioned earlier, it's kind of a two-way thing, like mm-hmm. giving good communication, yeah. but... Um, thinking about how others receive your communication and think about how you receive others, like not being overly sensitive, um, assuming their intentions. That's something that uh, I get caught up in a lot, just Mm -hmm. assuming that this is what they meant by that. And um, something that I've learned from you, I mean, I've seen you do this with other people. You just ask them like, what do you mean by that? Mm -hmm. What's your intent? Just right then, just be like, I'm I'm not understanding what you mean. Are you trying to say this? Because this is how it sounds, you know, just straight up putting them and not making it a conflict thing, just making it like a, hey, what do you mean by that? Right. 
what does that mean? Mm-hmm. Um, just clearing that up right away. Because um, assuming other people's intentions can be really dangerous. Really hairy. Because there's also, like with communication, in my opinion, there's the element of spiritual warfare. Mm-hmm. And I think Satan is always trying to warp words. Mm. And it's like that silent battle that we all face because nobody generally takes the courage to say, like, hey, I had this thought because then it's like, I can't believe you thought that. Or I can't mm. believe you thought I thought that. <laughs> and then it's like, I think he kind of just isolates us all in that way if we allow yes. him to. Um, and it's like that mental battle and it's just, just so exhausting. So it's like we have so much to gain and so much to lose when we choose to stay silent. So it's like, hey, let's just squash this here. Yeah. Not that there's anything to squash, but let's just get that clarity now. Um, and it's like, there's just so much peace. And I think the Lord's blessing that comes on the other side of getting through that, not saying it's easy because sometimes it's not, but since when have we ever pat, like whenever in scripture, are we ever called to pattern our lives in ways that are easy? Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And figuring out, figuring it out by yourself and letting, um, just Satan get in your head about other people's intentions can drive you away from others so quickly. Like it's, it's better to just go to that person and say, Hey, this is what you said. This is how it made me feel. Mm-hmm. And if then they come back to you and they're like, Oh, that's how I meant it. Th- that's a different conversation. <laughs> but I like 99% of the time uh-huh. they're so apologetic, especially brothers and sisters in Christ. Mm-hmm. It's never, I wouldn't say never. Sometimes people, right. some people suck. Yeah. But <laughs> Can they're, I say that? I'm yeah, sorry. no, okay. you can't. I've said that before. Okay. It's just some <clears throat> some people, they're not brothers and sisters in Christ, and they can't be held to that expectation. And I've been the person that has sucked. I will yes. own that. Like, yes. even on this journey of communication, like, by no means have I arrived or figured it out. Like, mm-hmm. I've been the one that has caused the stress. Oh, you're not a pro at it? Oh, I mean, let's just have someone. I'm, I have a gold medal. <laughs> like, let's oh. not get it twisted. <laughs> no, I, I'm legit kidding. Like, no, I've not figured it out. But mm. so figuring it out still work and here's the thing if you ever stop growing i think that's the day you start dying and going backwards Mm. and so whatever that's write that down but particularly even communication the day you think you've arrived and that you've learned all there is to learn or you've refined or fine-tuned all the things you need to refine that's the day you make a choice to start becoming an average communicator and worst case scenario a damaging communicator Mm -hmm. so yeah um so do you think that these wisdom principles that we're talking about regarding communication, um, does that look different in different relationships, like work relationship versus friends versus family versus, um, you know, significant others? Or is it kind of a one size fits all kind of thing? I think I know what you're asking. Can you ask it in a different way? Yeah. Um how does communication look different in different areas of my life? So with my coworkers, mm-hmm. with my friends, with my family, with a significant other, mm-hmm. um, or are those all just the same and just approach every single thing the same? You know? So they're the same and they're different all at the same time. Mm-hmm. So they're different in the sense of no two people, no two relationships are the same. Yes, that's what I was. And no two (laughs) dynamics are going to be the same. Mm -hmm. So communication needs that you have are going to be different than the ones that my wife has. Mm -hmm. Or they're going to be different than the ones that my guy friends have. Um, So in that sense, the dynamic is different. So on a personality level, right? Mm -hmm. How you 
there might be certain ways that the information needs to be relayed for you to be able to receive that well in a life-giving way. And that is likely to be a little bit more nuanced or different than my wife. Yes. Right. And in a work relationship, although there can be a depth of building relationship, that depth, I wouldn't say has a <clears throat> cap, but it does. Right. Yes. Because I'm probably not going to see you for several more days. Mm -hmm. And so like some of the deeper, maybe flaw things that could come out in a marriage relationship or with a significant right. other. We're never going to really have to sort through that generally yes. speaking. So it'll be different in that way. But I think a universal principle that's the same or that I hope is the same is to own what you're thinking and feeling mm -hmm. and communicate that lovingly. Yes. That principle will apply to every relationship. Mm -hmm. And then hopefully that will invite the other person to do the same. That will that pretty much, in my opinion, is the same across the board. It doesn't matter the relationship, the dynamic, honesty, openness, and really charity or, or graciousness to the other person. Yes. Right? Like assuming the best in people. Yes. And making a decision and a commitment to not try to assume or read between the lines of what people mean or what you think they mean and just straight up ask them. Yes. You know? And I think that's something, <clears throat> you mentioned it earlier, but just out of fear, we just avoid that. We just, oh, I don't want to bother this person with mm -hmm. this. Oh, I don't. And if the relationship has that depth, then you, you should feel comfortable in that right. space. The person is generally going to be glad that you said something. Mm -hmm. In my opinion, it may not be everybody, but generally what we allow to stop us from saying really has more to do with our comfort zone and mm -hmm. fear. But in my, in my experience, when people have brought stuff to me, I much rather would have known, you mm -hmm. know, um, or, you know, what's the worst when something comes out like months later about oh, the situation yeah. and then they tell you, oh, do you remember when this happened? And you're like, honestly, no, because it didn't affect me that mm -hmm. much. Right. But I wish that you had told me that right. this one little sentence that I said mm -hmm. has been running through your head for the past exactly. four months because mm -hmm. that would have been helpful yep. to me. I think that um, just being up front mm -hmm. and open, mm -hmm. the not giving yourself permission to say the first thing that comes in your head right. every time, yeah. but... There's yeah. a such thing as wisdom and a filter. You know, there's so many scriptures and Proverbs that talks about, this isn't a quote, but along the lines, this is the Trenton Bell paraphrase. So mm -hmm. take that for what it's worth. Um, basically, a fool doesn't know how to control his mouth. Yeah. And a fool speaks first before he thinks. Yes. And doesn't, and a fool doesn't know how to speak, essentially, and how to communicate. Mm -hmm. And another thing... Um that I read in Proverbs, I read through Proverbs last month, which I had never done, but um, it says like, if you are in the company of fools mm -hmm. and talking like fools and with fools, then how do you think you're gonna communicate? Right. Like them, with mm -hmm. them. Mm -hmm. So I think, um, yeah, not that this is the mentor episode, but right. having a mentor or someone that you can talk to mm -hmm. that shows you good mm -hmm. ways to communicate, mm -hmm. especially if you're surrounded by non-Christian friends or people that you're trying to minister to. I mean, hanging out with them isn't going to help you lead them to Christ. Right. Oh, man. You said something. I feel like I'm being tough to say something. I don't want to, <laughs> but this is just my perspective. <clears throat> Here's personally why I don't. Try to I try to minimize the amount of sarcasm I use mm -hmm. because I think sarcasm undermines open and honest communication. And I think similarly with jokes like sarcasm, I think there's generally a little punch or hint of truth in there. But for whatever reason, it's masked over with, oh, I'm just kidding. Or like, yes, oh, I, I just that. have a sarcastic personality. Again, if that's your personality, God bless you. Like, God love you. Like, I'm not judging you. 
I I just personally, for me mentally, I don't necessarily handle that super well. Yeah. Because in my mind, I don't care if you tell me you're joking. Or, and it's not that I can't joke, right? I can joke and have fun, but I joke on stuff that the person knows that's true about themselves already. Yes. Does that make sense? Because yeah. it's like I'm, I'm bringing it up in a laughing way to keep it lighthearted, you know, and not get worked up on it, but it's still true. Does that make sense? Yes, I, yeah, no, <clears throat> I, I literally know people like this where everything that comes out of their mouth is a sarcastic comment mm -hmm. and it is exhausting to be around them because you're constantly trying to figure out, did you mean that right. or are you just joking? Exactly. <laughs> Oh, did you mean what you just said about me uh -huh. to me uh -huh. about someone else? Or oh, that was just that was just kidding. Like right. who even who even are you at this point? If everything you say is a joke or a sarcastic mm -hmm. comment, mm -hmm. how is that relationship gonna have any depth? Right. It, it feels very toxic and yes. negative. And I feel like tox toxicity is such a buzzword these days. But I'll just say it's not a helpful or life giving relationship yeah. where you want to invest time. Yeah. So yeah like, Not saying sarcasm is bad. Like we all say sarcastic comments, but um, yeah, just being around people that that's all that they know, that's mm -hmm. all that they do. Um, that can be really hard for the people around them, whether they know it or not. If that's you, so sorry. Yeah. And, I would, and I would even challenge you like for my, so for my folks who might be tuning into this, who sarcasm is a currency that they speak with. I would just invite you to think about why is that though? Mm. You know, um, is that just how you are? Like, have you told yourself that's just how you, or is that a coping mechanism that you've learned? I mean, sorry, we get a little deep here, maybe. Yeah. Uh, and I'm not here to figure that out, but like, but why are you using sarcasm, mm -hmm. right? So like, like, so yeah, that's just a personal preference of mine. I'm not gonna say I never use it because I'm sure I've been sarcastic mm -hmm. and I'll probably, you know, say something a little sarcastic. But for me, when it comes to communication, I haven't found that sarc sarcasm is helpful yeah um, and especially for for me like this is something I know about myself I'm very sensitive to mm -hmm. the words of others mm -hmm. and um, yeah sometimes like I just wish that other people not just the sarcastic people sometimes you meet people that are really assertive aggressive right. rude and then they write it off as that's just that's my just personality right. yeah, yeah and it's like to I just wish people would be more mindful that not just me, but so many people are very sensitive, especially, like you said, about certain areas of their life. So when someone makes fun of that, whether you add just kidding or not, it doesn't right. make it any less hurtful, yeah, right. especially like next level deep in a group, in a group setting, uh -huh. making fun of someone's insecurities like uh, that is yeah, cool. that can be so damaging. And that is not like the term you've been using that's not life-giving that really is not, not glorifying to god what you're uh -huh. doing mm -hmm. and saying whether you make everyone in the room laugh or not it's at someone's expense and right. that can just be so harmful like i've been you know the brunt of those that, things yeah and mm -hmm. it like i'm sure everyone listening has at some point you've been made fun of in a group mm -hmm. about something you're insecure about and mm -hmm. Yeah, that nobody likes that. Nobody finds joy in that. Mm -hmm. I've even found myself lately as I've been more sensitive to this. When someone does it to someone else, like my heart just hurts for that person. It's like, that wasn't funny. Right. And sometimes you have to step up and say that. Like, I'm sorry. Like, your little joke that you just made, not funny. Nope, not appropriate. Yeah. Not helpful. Yep. Like Not want it. Yeah, like, <laughs> oh, <laughs> take that and leave. You know, you don't need to say stuff like that. Some of the things that people say just make you sit and like, like one, you're like, wow, why would you say that? But it also shows you how broken they are that they think saying things like that is so like, it's just a cry for help sometimes. Yeah. We're all a work in progress for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Like back to what I mentioned earlier, like there's a lot of weight that our words have mm. that I think, again, that sarcasm or making jokes can make light of, 
not to say that life shouldn't be marked by joy and having fun. Like I'm probably one of the more goofy per- people I think you'll be around mm-hmm. if we're in that setting, if we're in that environment. Um, but yeah, like it, words, our words are very powerful, which I think why communication matters and we should or could just make sure not to get laser focused and navel gaze and like condemn yourself. Like, no, like that we all have things that we may not, not do super great. But, you know, if there's anything that has been said here or whatever that hopefully got you thinking, like, it's an invitation to, like, pray mm-hmm. and, like, ask God, okay, what is, this resonated for a reason why. Mm-hmm. This stepped on my toes. This convicted for yeah. a reason why. Or made you feel a certain emotion. Right. Like, uh-huh. that's for a reason. Yeah. And so let that communication be a dialogue between you and God and trusted friends. Because maybe there yes. might be a blind spot, right, mm-hmm. that you haven't seen that. You either people haven't wanted to say or you haven't invited people into that space. But this might be an opportunity to kind of enter into like deeper, richer communication. Yes. Because um, we can't avoid it. And so if it's something we can't avoid that I think is the current one of the main currencies of life and relationship, then we might as well engage it as faithfully and responsibly and graciously as we know how. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that um, something I found helpful because I can tend to really be bad at communicating or maybe my words don't show my intentions. I have um, three close friends that when I say something, I run it by them. I'm like, I ask I ask them to speak into that. And I say, hey, was this appropriate? Did this come off a certain way? Please be honest with me. Like, if I was rude, I need you to tell me so that I can go apologize to this person right. that I was rude to. Like, having that community around you mm-hmm. um, can be so helpful. Just people that are willing to tell you, like, hey, you kind of sucked in that moment. Right. Um, people that are Christian, obviously, and people that love you enough to say, that was not good, what you just did. Right. Um, that can be really helpful. For sure. Because this was never meant to be done on our own or in isolation. Mm. This isn't a, let me go and go away, isolate and fix myself so I'll be better. No, it's like really just adds a level of awareness now and a conversation, you know, with God and with other people. Like, yeah. Um, yeah. So do you have any just blanket statements for those listening and they're like, I know I'm not a good communicator. Um, I really would like to fix that. Not just about the sarcasm thing, but just in general, bad at communicating, Mm -hmm. um, bad at um, just relating to others. Like, is there anything you would say to that person? To that person? um, I would ask them, like, do they legit want to grow? Do they legit want to change? And if they do, then um, start a conversation. Again, like pray. Ask God to reveal it because ultimately, like, he knows us. Mm-hmm. He knows our thoughts before we even have them. He like he literally put us together, you know, as scripture says in our mother's womb. Um, so begin there and then let that move to close relationships and just ask people for an as an objective as possible opinion to evaluate you. Hey, not necessarily am I good or bad because I think they're like, I don't want to make it such embedded value language, but more so how can I grow my communication? Because mm-hmm. again, like, we all, no matter where we are, can learn something about how we communicate and how we relate to people yeah. and how our words have made people feel. Yeah. So, yeah, I will start there. Pray. Have a dialogue with God, with close friends. Um, if you're bad at communicating, go read some books. Increase your knowledge <laughs> yes. about communication and learn what communication actually is, what goes into communication, and 
pick one of those skills to learn. Mm-hmm. Um, that's yeah. what I would say to that person. And be encouraged, right? Like, hopefully this isn't a, an oppressive thing or like homework. Because nobody can make you do anything you don't want to do. Mm-hmm. If you don't want to do it, just continue to be terrible <laughs> at communication. Yes. And, and like, enjoy the fruit of that. And then when you get sick enough of that fruit, then like you have what it takes to change and to grow ultimately to open up your heart for the spirit to refine you and work on that in you. Yeah. And like talking to Trent about this, this podcast is coming from a place of um, Trent and I having this conversation in our work relationship. Things were just not lining up and um, Trent valued that relationship enough to come to me and say, hey, like this is not working out. It's not good for us. And it's not good for, like you said before the podcast, just the entire staff, it can really affect others as well. And the fact that he was willing to come to me and we could work like valued our friendship enough to work it out Mm -hmm. rather than just write it off as like, Oh, well, she's just a lazy person that doesn't reply. That's just, that's just how she is. I guess that's how it's going to be. He um, pointed that out to me and made me realize like, it doesn't have to be this way Right. in a loving way. He wasn't like, Hey, you're lazy and you kind (laughs) of suck at your job. Like not, it wasn't that kind of conversation, but (laughs) um, no, it, it can, yeah. Just inviting people into that can be so good. Yeah, and we want to like we want to be upfront. It was awkward after yes. a minute. Like that was an awkward conversation. Yeah. Because I had had no idea how you'd respond. Honestly, I thought you might just cry. You know? Yeah. Um. Because oh, I've been told cry that baby I'm. Cry vibes. Because I'm. Well, no, you told me that I give off intimidating vibes. Yes. Yeah. And so I was like, yeah, it was awkward. Mm-hmm. I was nervous. Mm-hmm. Believe it or not, um, my heart was beating. Yeah. And um, even the few interactions after, I was like, okay, she said she's okay, but is she actually mm-hmm. okay? But I had to trust that what you told me is true. Mm-hmm. And then I made a decision to just believe that. Yeah. And if there was anything that happened that came against that, I would just ask you. But I don't remember yes. having to ask you yeah. about anything after that. No, and the we relationship grew because yeah. of it. And I think in that moment, it showed me that, um, it, which can apply to other people too. Like sometimes people have no idea of, maybe the harm that their communication or lack thereof, Mm -hmm. the impact that it's doing or the harm that it's doing. Um, So I think there's nothing wrong with going to someone and saying, hey, this is what I'm noticing. What is your intention behind Mm -hmm. this? Just Mm -hmm. straight up asking them, what's your intention with that? Mm -hmm. Or someone says something to you and it rubs you the wrong way, tell them, what what do you mean by that? Mm -hmm. What's your intention? And own it, like say, hey, that bothered me. Yes. And I don't believe you did that to bother me because it's not about me, but this did. Could you help me see why you said that? Yes. And I mean, like, this is how I feel. You, you could say you disagree, but our relationship has grown because oh, of for that. Sure. And because of that, we for can sure. be friends. Like, right. Hopefully yes. outside of just coworkers, right. like we have a friendship yeah, because I of agree. it. We do. And I mean, you and my wife are friends. Yes. You, you know, you, you know, not that it's anybody's business, but you've watched our son. Yeah. Like, and, it, okay, that was a little sassy. Sorry. Yeah. Let me calm down. But no, I think that has been the fruit of coming through that. You yes. Know? And, and I could have re- taken what he said to me and just been ugly about it and been like, okay, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, here's the work you asked me to do. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not trying to grow through this. But mm-hmm. having people speak into the areas that you need growth can just be good stuff yeah, like it's a ripple effect yes right because now you're going to go plant those same things you learn and help somebody else yeah without even knowing that you are potentially yeah the person just has to be willing uh-huh. to grow which is uh-huh. a whole separate conversation whole separate but it 
like if you are the person that is feeling like you're not good at communicating, you're not alone in that. Right. And there are ways to fix it. Yes. Even though you'd like to just write it off. Like, that's just how I am. Right. That's just how God made me. I'm sorry. You don't like how God made me? Well, get over it. I guess we. I'm just going to cut you off. You know, right. it doesn't have to ever be like that. Uh -huh. There's just space to step into that and mm -hmm. feel sad, feel awkward, feel like, dang, I messed up. Right. But and move then, past it. Mm. Yeah. Our, our personal relationship, our work relationship, I think there's so much trust. Like when we communicate now. I know you're going to get it done. Yep. And if not, I'll be like, hey, where's that at? Yep. And, and I'll be no... like, <laughs> And you just own up and you say, hey, X, Y, Z. And there's so much respect in there because I'm like, hey, I'm human too. I'm, yes. I've missed things before or I've forgotten stuff. And then it's like, there's not this pressure on you to feel bad or do anything because it's like, hey, I've been there too. Let's still get it done. Yes. But hey, and you always do. You come through with mm -hmm. great products. By the way, plug, you know, oh. she does great work. You probably didn't know this, maybe you did, but all of our sermon graphics and bumper videos and like social media, that's all Taylor. And I think that's the mm. fruit of having uh, working on communication skills Yeah. when it comes to casting vision, when it comes to expectations, when it comes to like everything. Like yeah. communication has been the thread of that. And I think that seed that was planted in us having that moment has opened up the space for us to get into this rhythm that we're in. Yes. Where honestly, you're doing some of the best work you've done since we've worked together. Yeah. It looks fantastic. I don't know how you can get better like past this. It's, you've been crushing it. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm. So Thank you for that. Yeah, because it used to not be that way. And he used to really have to drag things out of me. And then I would spend 10 <laughs> seconds on it and send it to him. And he's like, why does this look like you made it in 10 seconds? And it's like, oh, because I did. <laughs> right before this phone conversation, actually. So, yeah, yeah, it can. Yeah, not. Yeah. Communication can just really make or break yes. friendship, yep. um, romantic relationship, work yep. relationship, yep. just even with your family, like yeah. the way, but that's a whole nother episode. That's a whole I mean, other episode. We got so if many we, episodes. If you want to get to that, I even have some present experience with family communication, which has been real interesting. Yeah. And, um, yeah, if you'd like to hear anything more about anything said in this podcast, you can always uh, send us an email yeah. at askingforafriend@psbible.com. No one has emailed us yet. Um, I kind of check the email every 10 seconds and we haven't gotten anything. So maybe we'll get one after this episode. Maybe. Seriously, ask questions. Don't be shy. Um, ask. Yeah. Ask, ask, ask. Yeah. And even if it's something we don't talk about on here, like... Trent can provide me with resources to send back to you sure. or his mm -hmm. perspective on this yeah. topic. But um, as always, thank you for listening. Yeah. Thank you for being yeah, here, thanks Trent. Thanks for inviting me. This has been a blast. Yeah, it's um, so it's fun. Been so fun. This, is, this is really fun to do. And uh, yeah, I just love sharing with y'all just the cool people that I get to work with and be with every day. I mean, who like... Oh, you know, no one's going to go up to Trent and be like, tell me about your communication. Like, what do you think about that? You no, know, but yeah. now y'all know. Now y'all know what Trent feels about communication and it's good stuff. Biblical knowledge. Boom, boom, boom. Done. Yep. Um, God said it. We should do it. Yep. All right. Bye, guys. Bye, y'all. <laughs>